Do you know what separates the men from the boys? I do. <laughs> Pat Callahan, Jared Smollett, welcome to Chubstep. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. We have uh, we have a very special guest with us today. You guys might know him from uh, the Real Boys podcast, um, the hit TV show Winter Dragon featuring Billy Zane, Sirens, After the Storm, Southside with You, the story of uh, Barack Hussein Obama and Michelle Obama's romance, and Talking Sports with Terry, uh, podcast coming out with uh, with Mike James and Terrence Howard. Uh, Mike James here as the guest. It's really uh, flattering and humbling to hear my uh, whole record just uh, <laughs> laid out there in front of me. All your accolades, uh, yes, uh, yes. It's you know it's quite it's quite impressive. Um, we've got a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah, got a lot of stuff here, and you know I had to, I had to look through your IMDb and your website, MichaelThomasJames.com. You guys can check them out. Um, any of his projects or anything like that. Both are just. It's so expansive, like yes. the, the list is endless. Yes. It doesn't end exactly where you just left off, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> so, so, so why don't you tell us a little bit about working with Billy Zane, um, what that was like. Boy, <laughs> it was a living dream and mm-hmm. waking nightmare all wrapped together in Billy Zane's terrible wig. Um, I didn't actually get to meet Billy, unfortunately. Uh, the issue with post-production being... Uh, you sort of just get to stare at the actors for hours on end at night while they're sleeping, thinking yes. about them. Um, but overall, uh, not getting into the whole uh, project too much because there's a lot of weird legality like around <laughs> yeah, I don't want Winter you, Dragon. Yeah, I don't want you to get in trouble. Uh, basically, uh, I'll only comment on what's sort of been already debunked on the internet. Okay. Um, so the Wheel of Time series... Uh, was uh, like this like sci-fi uh, book series, I think, for young adults. And one production company has the rights to it. Okay. And basically, Winter Dragon was a pilot that aired on Bought Time on FXX um, <laughs> just to retain those rights. Uh, and it's pretty much the Star Wars holiday special of the Wheel of Time franchise, in a sense. But it has Billy Zane. So I mean, yeah, it had Billy Zane. There's a and silver you can't lining. Can't go wrong there. with Billy Zane. Uh, but I got to work on it. It was still a fun little project. And but it was in L.A. It was in Los yes. Angeles. Yes. Uh, very uh, similar to that hot Arlington Heights sun. Yeah, but, yes, it's very hot uh, out there. It's very hot out there. Lord Almighty. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, and the, uh, Bryn Flakes, our guest last time, lives in L.A. He lives right outside of L.A. So uh, next time you're there working on a Billy Zane flick, maybe you should give him a call. I will. I yeah. enjoyed his beat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wonderful. And we're sort of just connecting everyone through Chubstep. That's very sense. true. And so I noticed you sent an email last week, or maybe it was you, maybe it was somebody else at, uh, you know. <laughs> I'll bring the beers. But, um, I'll bring the beers. We talked about uh, what celebrities, what our favorite celebrities would smell like. And I was 
going to ask you what Billy Zane you think would smell like to you. What's your opinion? Okay. So, uh, just an aside, it was me. <laughs> the jig is up. <laughs> a long-time uh, listener of this podcast. Yes. Uh, as long as you can be. <laughs> <laughs> this might be it now. Uh, yeah. I was hoping for some razzle-dazzle in this answer, if yes. uh, fans of the show might recall. Yes. And, Bryn, I love you, bud, but uh, no. not too much razzle nor dazzle work. with that yeah, answer. That. You so hopefully, hopefully, if this question carries over for three weeks and a <laughs> three week running question, uh, Pat Callahan, shout yeah. out to Pat Callahan. Uh, yeah, shout out to Pat Callahan. We'll get some razzle dazzle from Pat. And all I think of, we uh, could. Yes, I think we could definitely get some razzle dazzle. What do you think, though? What's your personal opinion on Billy Zane? What my, he smells like? Well, I know what your personal opinion is. Great actor, great guy. One what, best. what is his? What do you think he would smell like? I think about Zane, and I just think of really <laughs> rustic, like oak like a dark deep smell i think that's sort of inspired by his baritone his iconic baritone voice yes uh, <laughs> i just feel like you you just sort of walk into like an old study like globe bar yeah. he opens up uh just a little fireplace crackling but doesn't smell like fireplace but you see it you see it in yes smell. yes um i think billy zane is a very rustic man yes i guess he's a very rustic very old-timey mm-hmm you know, he's not going to smell like uh, a modern, like, uh, I don't know, passion fruit. He's not going to smell no. like passion fruit or any of these type of modern, you know, smells or conveniences that we, uh, we've, you know, become accustomed to. No. Like, not that new electronic smell. He's oh, not going to no. smell like that at all. You're not going to crack open a yeah. Nintendo Wii U game and yes, smell Billy smell Zane. Zane. <laughs> no, you're not going to get that. Heck no. You're not going to get that at all. Um, so I want to talk about, um, speaking of, you know, the youth are actually young adults okay. and older people. This is I don't know if they still make these. I think they do because as of, you know, 12 years ago, we talked about this candy cigarettes. I think we yes. talked about this the other day and how uh, how ridiculous that thing is. How ridiculous that candy like cuz I remember there's a uh, there was a place that was near my grandma's house called Collins. It's not there anymore, but it sold candy for like, you know, 10 cents. It was very cheap candy. All the candy was, you know, classic. Yeah. Classic. And they had the candy cigarette packs and I loved, uh, I would always get the, uh, Kings. I would always get the Kings candy cigarettes. And I, was I, a, I was a lucky lights. And man. you were a lucky lights yeah. guy. And we have our which, brands. We just fine. We had <laughs> brand loyalty at a young age. And I, I really, I thought like, that's unfortunately the point of those candy cigarettes. Exactly. Yeah, the people have, still they, have, they have like, oh, I like these cigarettes. And that transfers. I mean, at some point, the taste is vastly different between a real cigarette and a candy cigarette. I, I can assume. <laughs> I've never actually had a cigarette. But uh, but just based on the smell. I, I yeah, actually it, have had you a had cigarette. cigarette. I figure you probably had one, so I was curious what you... You know, it was yeah. close to those lucky lights. <laughs> uh, but there was a distinct, harsh smoke flavor yeah. with... Uh, <laughs> The actual cigarette? Maybe but. the problem is you're not lighting the candy cigarettes. Maybe that's the problem that's true. with what we're not doing. Yeah. <laughs> I sorta of just ingested the candy until it was gone. But there's nothing there's nothing else like that. I don't know how like there's not like Budweiser doesn't make a, you know, candy beer or Jameson doesn't make a candy shot glass that there is might have been like other like weird novelty products back in the olden that times just didn't that transfer as much over yeah because i don't know where you could still buy candy cigarettes i've seen them at like theme parties and stuff yeah. but i'm assuming you can't really get them with like other candy like in those old time yeah. shops because yeah. parents would freak out nowadays yes, um, yes. but yeah I, I feel like uh 
there's got to be something uh, alcohol equivalent for the kids. You, <laughs> you got to think about the kids. Yeah, you got to think about the kids. I would hope the kids had something nowadays. But yeah, it just it just seemed like such a ridiculous concept to have these like, can, you know, candy cigarettes. Just as like a weird thing that just kind of like I think is phasing out. But you know, I think it's pretty much phased out. Like, yeah, uh, I had one for a Mad Men party, uh, but uh, that was about Ooh. it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's been you know about you know like fifteen years since I smoked a candy cigarette. Besides that, <laughs> so I've been I've been pretty clean. Uh, but uh, one thing that we did see when we had it up on the old. Uh, Google. I don't know yes. if we're using brand names, but uh, we on can our, use brand names. On our Google internet is, search yeah. engine uh, on the image tab, uh, yes. there was that one Marlboro. Like that. Yes. That was the scariest one because that was like straight up Marlboro one. Yeah, without yeah. like it was without, without the, L. the L. Yeah, yep. Marlboro, which is close enough. People <laughs> could say it that way anyway. But yeah, that's uh, that was definitely. <laughs> I'm sure they could not keep that around very no. long. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking, actually, now I was thinking with the alcohol things, Bailey's has those candy, you ever seen those yeah, those yeah. chocolate things that actually have Bailey's on the inside? Yeah. That's, I think, the closest thing it's to the candy game. cigarette. Yeah, but they don't really sell those at the near normal. Grandma could see yes. those in those little, like, dishes with those, like, strawberry-wrapped ones. Yes. Kids wouldn't even know. They wouldn't even know. Eat them right up. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing, um, we were at uh, a television premiere kind of after-party thing. And they're, uh, you're right. You're right. Mike we're, we're having a little, uh, air malfunction here, but, uh, everything's all good now. They I sort of to get live too on an airstrip. Yeah. So anyway, we're at this after party and we didn't have, me and Mike didn't have any alcohol there. We were just eating some food at this after party thing. And luckily we were sitting at a table because Mike brought up how awkward it is to, uh, try to go up to somebody without anything in your hand. Cause we wanted to talk to this one guy. There was this uh, kid who was around our age, maybe a little younger who had made this funny television pilot called David's choice. Check it out on YouTube. Check it out on YouTube, uh, YouTube David's choice. And it's kind of like this guy made nineties. Um, he wanted to make a nineties PSA that was like featured in Milwaukee. And it was kind of like a fake PSA where he, he's he's really our age but he's dressed younger and he's interacting with kids that actually are like 11 and 12 and he's in I don't know elementary school and these kids keep telling telling him to get like do drugs and all this kind of stuff and he just makes his decisions anyway the creator of that was at this after party we wanted to go approach him Mike's like how awkward is you know like what do I do if I don't have a drink in my hand how, where do I put my hands it's true so, uh, yeah I mean you could approach people on the street without something in your hands obviously um, mm-hmm. but I'm that party situation is like sort of everyone sort of has their drink or piece of food or whatever. Yes. Like I feel like at a party you sort of just need that little comfort object. Some yes. of those sort of slurp on when you don't have anything to say yeah. uh, sort of helps out. Yeah. I would, no, I agree. It's just somewhere to put your hands and that, that came up and I don't really know what a good option is. Like you can, if you don't have pockets, mm. like most shorts have pockets nowadays. Um, except for you're like some basketball shorts don't, but I don't think you're really wearing those to an event where you're going to create a lot of people, but handing your hands in your pockets, like approaching somebody is not really a good, um, place to put them. So when me and my cousin, um, my cousin, Chad, shout out to cousin Chad and tell me if I've told this, if I said the story, you probably know, but, um, we walked around uh, Cedar point in Ohio and he, uh, I held his belt the entire day. Like he had the end of his, he un, he had the belt still in the, like, the little part with the, I don't know the different parts, the belt buckle part was still in the slot 
in the circle slot for the leather belt part, okay. but the end of it was sticking out about, you know, five inches or so. All right. That normally goes in another loop to, yeah. like, keep it pressed against her. But we just walked around the whole day, and I would just hold that, and we just walked around the whole day like that. So that was the one place where if, you know, you're comfortable enough, like you're walking with your cousin at a party, <laughs> you could just grab onto his belt and approach people. And uh, It's a it's, conversation. It's definitely a conversation starter, and we got a lot of good looks um, for that, and I think people really appreciated it. I, I mean, I think everyone should give that a try, find their cousin, get a belt, uh, give it a shot. Like, yes. <laughs> be a whole new social uh, interaction at parties. Yes, I, yeah, there you go. So give it a shot. Um, also, uh, now that we've gone over the emails, Send us some more emails. Uh, we got an email, uh, you know, the other day, but we're going to wait for it till Pat's back because it's kind of specific. Shout out to Tristan. Tristan, thanks for the email. Um, maybe next time. Maybe next time. No, we're definitely going to get to it next time because Pat will be here next time and we will, uh, well, maybe. Pat's Pat. working. Pat, baseball, come on. Like, I was like, really excited to uh, eventually be on the show and meet Pat. Yeah. I think Pat and I are two, like, such... Yeah. amazing forces yeah <laughs> yeah sort of like when you introduce cats to each other like yeah you sort of have to do it like behind the door yes and so they sort of like scratch underneath and stuff i feel like this <laughs> podcast might be the door and i'm scratching I've never i've never heard that i've never heard the cat. <laughs> if that starts scratching underneath this side of the door yeah. we'll open the door yeah get to meet each other i think we could do it with like if i do the setup that we have here with the microphones like have one microphone on one side of the door have the other microphone <laughs> on the other side of the door, and you guys do a podcast, but you can't see each other, but you're real close. And then That'll maybe like halfway through, we'll open up the door, but you can still see each other, and then eventually we'll all be sitting at the same table and be doing the podcast that way. That will be but, a yeah, we'll get, thing of beauty. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get. Yeah, Pat's got a little more comfortable. He's got to get away. You know, stressed out about the job. Shout out to Pat. Shout out to Pat Callahan, co-host. Um. Anyway, Tristan, we'll get to your. Uh, you know, we'll get to the rest of the emails on next week's show. Um. Because this time we really wanted to talk about some hard-hitting Tanzania news. Uh-oh. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the patients are now transmitting You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. So here we, go. here we go. Listen, paper's slipping. A lot of news coming. A lot out. of news coming. A lot of news coming. News coming Being fast. Being hand news delivered. Fast. Dear Lord. So this is this is actually kind of big stuff. So uh, the this is uh, you know as of today, devaluation eats up profit at Tanga Cement. Um, so Tanga Cement. Cement company. as in like the construction material. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, I know. So. Tenga Cement Company has registered a net loss of 6.94 BN uh, hyphen negative sign for the six months uh, to June 2015 compared to a profit of 8.60 BN hyphen minus sign posted on the corresponding period last year. The firm's officials uh, attributed the trend partly to devaluation of the shilling during most of the period. So the shilling's going down. Really? Yeah. I didn't know the shilling still existed. <laughs> well, apparently in Tanzania <laughs> it does. Exists and this and is news to down. me. This is news to me. But, uh, so it's a, then it ends with, you know, we'll skip the, we'll skip the meat and bones of the, uh, of the thing. Well, I don't want to say a high note. It says, Uh-oh. nonetheless, 
Uh, all the challenges, the report said Tanzania Cement was focused on achieving operational efficiency and overall business effectiveness, enabling the company to limit the increase in production-related costs in order to remain competitive in challenging market conditions. Similarly, shareholders have reason to smile, so a little oh, upside, oh, after go. the board recommended an interim dividend of 55, uh, I guess that's shillings per share amount, to a total interim dividend of 3.5. So um, there was no comments on this, so I kind of wanted to see. But there's a picture on the front. Um, okay. None of the listeners can see this, but there's a picture of a, a dump truck uh, lifting cement into another dump truck. Or I guess it's kind of a front-end loader lifting it into a dump truck. And, um, you know, it's good to see that cement's getting moved, but I guess maybe if it was doing really well, there'd be two dump trucks. They yeah. were getting cement lifted into it. Yeah, that that might be like all they could afford, right? In that picture. That's what I'm thinking. So this is cannot this is cannot be good news for the uh, cement market in uh, in Tanga. Um, but maybe we can get one of these guys on the line uh, because the U.S. the shilling devaluation made Tanga Klin a kiln two loan balances of 84 million U.S. dollars. That's, that's a pretty penny. Yeah, that's a lot of money. So a lot of little getting, Lincolns. It's getting pretty serious, and uh, but you know. We're hoping that maybe next week we see something, you know, and then maybe cement's doing good. And then, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I'm hopeful. Can I'm we very ship hopeful. American cement to Tanzania? Would that help? I don't or see that. Like, would it hurt? Yeah. <laughs> but mean, maybe that would be actually if I might hurt because if they're trying to sell it and we're get, bringing up more, <laughs> maybe yeah. that's the opposite of what we want to do. Yeah. Or I guess we could buy it. We could buy. Buy foreign, guys. Buy foreign. Yeah. We don't need these jobs in America. Um. So I was going to, uh, this is a question I'm also going to ask Pat, so we can also go over it next week, but I wanted to see the craziest thing you've ever seen on a Jumbotron because Pat keeps sending me, he's working, uh, he keeps sending me these pictures of, um, like, cause he works at the board at the Sox stadium, sometimes like the video board and stuff like that. So he always sends me pictures of, you know, just funny stuff that he sees. And have you ever had a good, uh, experience at a video board or at a, or at a stadium or anything like that. This is definitely going to be a good question for Pat. As yes, I, well, I that's what I figured. <laughs> I figured, but I had a good story and, and um, nothing's coming to my mind. Okay, you tell your story. Maybe someone will click. Okay, um, so I was at a game. It was the Atlanta Hawks versus the Denver Nuggets. It was in Denver, and me and my friends were there because tickets were like five dollars. We in, we yes. were in Denver. We were snowboarding, and so we had an extra night. And tickets were like super cheap. It was like five dollars to see a professional basketball game. So we go there, and the game is quite eventful. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually ended up being an awesome game where uh, it went into overtime because, uh, like in like the the Hawks were up by I don't know they were up by like five points, and then with like ten seconds left, uh, Gallinari, who's still on the Nuggets makes this like turnaround fadeaway three-pointer with like two guys on them. This ridiculous shot sinks it. And then they're, um, anyway, anyway, at that point, I don't, at that point it was tied up. Uh, Kirk Heinrich, who's now in the Bulls, had what? the chance to, had the chance to uh, win the game because he got fouled at the last second and he misses both of his free throws. Sounds and then it right. goes into overtime <laughs> and the Haw- and the Denver Nuggets end up winning in overtime. Um, so anyway, crazy. So the game was crazy. And then on the video board, this guy started, like, they had some song. I can't remember what the song was, but the guy just starts taking off. Like, he just, he had a bunch of layers on and just starts taking off his clothes. This kind of bigger uh, Latino heavyset guy. Shout out to uh, 
big heavy set Latino guys. And he started, he started, uh, he started like taking it off. Like he had like a big jacket on and he takes that off and he's doing like a little dance. And then he starts like taking off his like buttoned down shirt. And then he's like taking off his, like it literally, and it got to the point he was shirtless and this camera just stayed on him. The Jumbotron camera stayed on him the whole time. Beautiful. And then like he was shirtless and he starts taking off his pants. And like, as he's taking down his pants, you see just security run over there and grab him and stop him from, uh, and stop him from doing this. Cause it was just this ridiculous, uh, you know, uh, it was just a ridiculous you thing. You got to pay so, for something that good. Yeah, so we did end up getting kicked out, but it was it was funny that they kept it because a lot of times they'll, like, hide that kind of stuff from, oh, yeah. you know, like if somebody starts doing something, they'll just cut the camera and, like, like uh, somebody with, uh, you know, that's, like, like streaking. Yeah. A lot of times they'll just not, they'll just not, um, you know, show that. And even last time I was there, uh, when I was at the Sox game last time, a kid ran onto the field. And they didn't want to, you know, mm-hmm. they don't. They want to want to. They want to encourage people by doing it anymore. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to bring up because uh, the most recent thing that happened at me at a Cubs game. Not that I'm a Cubs fan, for the record. For the okay. Um, a guy ran on the field and was taken down by the ball boy in like two seconds. Oh God! Because he ball like ball boy. Yeah, like <laughs> he jumps the you know fence. Yeah. Or the little you know barricade or whatnot. And the ball boy just turns around and just like slams him down in a very like fluid and beautiful motion. Yes. Everyone's like, <laughs> losing uh, their minds over this. Yes. Uh, and of course, like when we checked out the replay on TV later, like no one, you know, it wasn't shown at all because yes. they don't want to encourage that behavior in the yeah. slightest. Yeah. But uh, crazy stuff with those streakers. From what I've heard, there used to be a lot more streaking going on at, at sporting events than there is now. Yeah. I feel like uh, people are just. Uh, know less cool less weed less, <laughs> less chill a lot less chill people are just so much they were less streaking chill like now. burning albums like disco albums at uh, comiskey park and whatnot yeah <laughs> <laughs> baseball uh, stadiums were pretty crazy that's very true that's very true and now just pat callahan flipping switches yeah <laughs> yeah pat, pat you should uh liven it up uh, do something nuts pat do something nuts man go nuts pat I, I think I suggested a broadcasting chub step over Ooh, uh, the, over uh, the over the speak yeah. yeah over the speakers at uh yeah Southern Stadium that'd be a really good idea Southern Field um okay so I wanted to talk about uh, this movie I don't know if you know this big Brendan Fraser fan uh, okay, okay there's a there's a movie uh, in my Brendan Fraser movie review I'd like to do right now and that movie is about twenty years ago back in the Last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. Really, when these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Ah, uh-huh. she's doing with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> I look like a big old steak with legs. Blast from the past. You ever seen Blast from the Past? I haven't. Oh, darn it. I was hoping. I should have told you before so we could have planned it out. Okay, what were you thinking? I was hoping Mummy Returns. Not even the mummy. I don't, well, you're you know, not ready, okay. you know I don't what? want to force You know what, no, another... no, no, it's, it, I was going to wait for Mummy Returns, but you know what, let's do Mummy Returns. Oh mummy God. Returns is one of my favorite Brendan oh Fraser movies, but that's all right. I have it written down. It's okay. Uh, mummy Returns. We could just do a little like overview of Mummy Returns since I'm here. 
We can do. If you want to do blast from the past, like I don't want to. No, 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 no. Break no, your no, no. blast Brendan's from the past. Drive. You know what? We'll have Pat. Well, I'll do blast from the past next week when Pat is there, and then that way it'll be a little blast from the past that Pat will be with me again. Oh my gosh, yeah. So that'll be good. The, the reuniting that. episode that we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, you're just like doing a whole like new co thing. You're the, like, yeah, yeah, Pat's not the here two anymore. Week, the two week break and everybody's waiting for it. I think yeah, Pat's like sort of just like standing watching us from the shadows right now, just like. He's not even at the game. Oh, this is all just stage. This is all lie. Pat's all, I don't know, Pat. <laughs> What's going on, man? What happened to us? Pat. The drama. Patty. So, okay. Mummy Returns. This is a great movie. I don't know what year this came out. Now i got to look this up. I think. I want to guess 2001. Let's see how right you are. The shoot. The Mummy Returns, the sequel to The Mummy. And honestly, I think The Mummy Returns is a better movie to me. I would agree. Um, and The Mummy Returns features Emotep. And that guy, well, the guy, 2001 is when it came out. Yes. Mm. Nice. Oh, I still got it. Baby. It has a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? Which <laughs> seems low. It seems really low. Yeah, what's um, number? But the guy that looks exactly like, the guy that plays Emotep looks a lot like Billy Zane. Oh, yeah. That oh, guy's yeah. name is Arnold Voslo. Voslo. Yeah, Voslo. But they look very, very similar. And it's funny because there's a Psych episode. Shout out to Psych, the show that's not no longer running. Um, but they talk about, like, uh, that guy plays Arnold Voslo plays a bad guy in the show, and they talk about him like they say he's a Billy Zane lookalike, you know. That's beautiful. Uh, villain, and then <laughs> Billy Zane is actually in like the last episode or second to last episode of Psych. He ends up actually being in the show. Now I got to check that show out. So it is. It is uh, quite funny. But this one, I mean, you cannot go. This is a star-studded cast. Mm. You've got. Um, well, let me go through this list here. Oded Fair. Yep, yep. Freddie both. No, I'm just kidding. These aren't the guys <laughs> I care about. No, you got Brendan Fraser. Boom. Big, big name. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> and so this <laughs> this inspired the spin-off The Scorpion King. Oh, it did. It Ooh, did. great movie. Which uh, I think it's either three or four. Yes. Billy Zane another Billy Zane connection, yes. Oh Billy Zane, yeah. I think it, Billy Zane is in, I think, the third, the, 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 the third in the trilogy of the... Uh, there might be even be a fourth one now, but of uh, the Scorpion King. I think he is in the, the third beloved one. franchise. The beloved Scorpion King franchise. Yeah. So uh, Dwayne Johnson is only the first one. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, Rachel Weiss is in that. And uh, I mean, those are the big names in there. John Hanna. Kind of sounds like John Cena. So that's kind of a big name. <laughs> it is a big sounding name. It is a big sounding name. But anyway, uh, I like this one a lot. This is, they are. Uh, this is supposed to be 10 years after the first film, and this takes place in the 30s, uh, but then their son finds this like little wrist thing, and it keeps showing all these places. Like His thing gets stuck on his wrist, and it keeps showing all these places where uh, it keeps showing all these visions. Like It like has a projector on it, basically, before projectors were big, oh, yeah. um, and it just would project this image up of where they're supposed to meet. And Anyway, and then Emotep is this bad guy trying to chase him down, trying to get to him. The whole thing is that the final place is uh, the rocks, like resting place, is like burial ground in the gold triangle that's featured on the one dollar bill. <laughs> yep, that's where the so rock lives. Yeah, next uh, pull out a dollar bill right now. Everybody Take a pull look. out a dollar bill. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now. Living. I'm gonna pull it out right now. Um, I got one. I've got a little money to throw around, so I can grab out a one dollar bill here. <laughs> All and that advertising yeah, money from this, uh, Jump Step. On the left side, it says uh, Inuit. 
Yeah, those aren't Emotep. Emotep. <laughs> oh, I think God. it's Emotep. I think it literally says Emotep. Jeez. And uh, there's a pyramid, and you can see the eye. There's an eye at the top of the triangle. It's like a, and that's the rock's eye. Whoa. That is the rock's eye. If you take a look at it. Man, our currency yeah. is so beautiful. Our currency is that beautiful. And so the whole thing is basically like they're <laughs> they're chasing they're chasing this this series of visions that leads them to where the rock lives. The rock is uh, then presented in really horrible CGI. That is the part that kind of ruined Adam. The guy at work uh, was very upset because uh, he really hated the CGI of the rock. He th- they thought he looked way too fake, and it really bothered him. Well, he was like 20 years older than us when it came out. He was yes. all jaded by CGI yes, at that point. Exactly. So this, the CGI, looking back, the CGI is very bad. The rock looks very fake. But at the beginning, the rock is acting without any CGI. You can see him, uh, you know, shirt off, all that kind of stuff. How he, you want him. How you want him. Let's be real. <laughs> and and he, uh, it shows how he gets stuck and becomes a scorpion king. He sells his soul to the devil kind of thing, and he eats a scorpion. And then he destroys all the enemies, but then he gets body entrapped in this giant scorpion, so he's half man. He's kind of centaur-ish, but he's a scorpion with a scorpion, with a scorpion instead of a horse's body. And so anyway, they get you know Brendan Fraser. They do all stuff. They find um, uh, good movie, though. Good movie. Well done. Uh, Had the uh, pygmy mummies, I believe. Like going Ooh, through the jungle. yes. They're going through that one part. A lot draw. of history lessons in this one, or, <laughs> or falsified history lessons. As <laughs> most they, likely falsified. Most, yeah, most likely falsified history lessons as uh, they go through and they like, the Romans are, like they find like Roman soldiers that got killed by these little fake mummies, uh, the small mummies, and uh, a lot of stuff with reincarnation where Rachel uh, Vice's character is, uh, she's a beauty, she's a beauty, and she's has her like in her former life. She was fighting the girl that is Emotep's like girlfriend. Oh yeah, that a lot of like type back of thing. and forth parallels. Yeah, a lot of back. Yeah. yeah, a lot of back and forth parallels. Um, honestly, I've seen this one a lot more than I've seen the first one. Same. I don't know what happened, but something just clicked with this one. I think what was the, so we were ten. We were ten when this came out. That was a good time for watching movies. Uh, the first one came out when? That's a good question. I 99? don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But they, but yet they they get you. That's how good cinematography is this, these days, guys. There was about two years difference between the two <laughs> movies, yet it's 10 years apart in movie time. Movie time. Makes so ten years, and you're like, you really believe it. You're like, wow, this they are definitely 10 years older. Hook, line, but, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker. But really, two years apart uh, in reality. And so this is a classic. Brendan Fraser looking at his best here. Um, you know, he, he got a sequel. He was he got a, he, he got a third ready one. To go. He got a sequel. He got a third one after that. The dragon. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I got to see that one. That's going to be one of my future ones because I have not seen that one. I would give this one on the rating on the Brendan Fraser rating scale. I'd give this one to Brendan Fraser. I'm right. This with one's you top of the right list. Uh, I feel like uh, what really sold me on this one was uh, not only being an amazing epic movie that you yes. guys should be red boxing right now, but <laughs> it's uh, definitely in your red box. Check your red box. <laughs> Run to your local. And if it's uh, not there, go get to Kroger's, upset. go to Super Value, go to yeah. Jewels. It's all yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, but what really sold me on this was it was one of my first DVDs. I think Ooh. around that time. So uh, I actually, honest to Jeesh, like remember the <laughs> bonus features better than the film sometimes. Yes. I know that there was a really good uh, outtake reel that I sent into the podcast yeah. for uh, Jared's amusement. Um, yes. Uh, and there was also a 
music video for the hit song Forever May Not Be Long Enough <laughs> uh, uh, by the band Live, I believe. They were like God. big for the song Lightning Crashes in the 90s. Yes. But this song is where it's at. Nice. Because Forever May Not Be Long Enough for Our Love. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hard hitting. I don't, do they do as many like songs for movies as they used to? I think that really got phased out because like soundtracks used to be like music like just inspired by the film yes like it would just be like random jams that had nothing to yes. like do with the actual movie yep like godzilla soundtrack godzilla soundtrack <laughs> yes yes godzilla soundtrack but then they also had like kiss from a rose like like half of these kiss from a rose by seal that one <laughs> if you look in the music video that's like batman batman forever ba- batman forever is like half of the music video and there's a lot of at that time frame oh, yeah. there's a lot of movies that had like half of their Oh, oh! I can think of another one. Uh, what was the one with Jay Z and Beyonce, uh, Bonnie and Clyde 03. And I feel like <laughs> half of those, uh, half of the songs. First of all, that song is featured in Head of State. Have you ever seen Head of State with Chris Rock? Oh God! Very funny movie. But I recommend that song is very. It's, it's featured heavily in that. But in the music video for that song is a completely other movie, and I cannot think of what that is. Um, it's not Bad Boys Two, but it's something like that. But um. Anyway, there's a lot of there's a lot of that in like early 2000s, late oh, yeah. 90s. Uh, Batman and Robin considered yeah. like the worst Batman. Okay. Although you're wrong, it's one of the best. What is uh, the worst Batman? Um, well, let me, I'll just finish this thought. Okay, we'll, okay, we'll get, okay, okay. We'll get, we'll get to that. that. But Batman and Robin had a a Smashing Pumpkins song, like the beginning is the end is the beginning or whatnot, okay. that was used in like the 2009 Watchmen trailer. Okay. And like everyone was like, oh my god, what is this song? Where is it from? It was yeah. on the original soundtrack to like. One of the worst like superhero films of all time, and they just repurposed it, and like everyone was like loving it. Oh god, it uh, makes you think about stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but worst Batman, uh, I don't know, Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely not. But uh, I know you. <laughs> I think uh, Mike James might just be saying that to uh, bother some other people. Yeah, frazzle some. Frazzle some. Frazzle some. Get, get your mind there. thinking out there. Yeah. What was your first? So that was your first one of your first DVDs. What was your first CD you ever bought? Oh jeez. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm okay. I'm putting myself in Sam Goody because it was definitely there uh, at the mall. Okay. Um, what year is this? Uh, uh, I don't even know. Like everything uh, pre nine eleven is a blur of happiness that yeah I just can't uh, contain. Um, yeah. Bush was in office, <laughs> uh, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, I like. It, I know there's stuff before this, but like I think some of the first CDs I bought. Because I was probably like gifted like the Pokemon first movie soundtrack, Baja Men's <laughs> album. Did but you, I, I didn't yeah. like buy those. But yeah. like I remember uh, actually purchasing uh, Three Doors Down, the okay. first album. Uh, bon Jovi, the one with like It's My Life on it. Yeah. That album, which uh, <laughs> is just a lot of filler and then that uh, single. Yes. Uh, but I don't know, like uh, nothing too crazy. Yeah. But I did, in fact, have the Pokemon and Baja Men CDs that I just mentioned. Baja Men. I remember <laughs> listening to a Baja Men, the Baja Men CD. Probably the only, I don't know how many they released. They cannot have had more than the Who Let the Dogs the Out Grammy CD. Award the Grammy Award-winning Baja Men. Was it Grammy? Were they I actually? believe so. Oh, my God. For Who Let the Dogs Out. And I remember listening to it in a Borders, uh, or maybe it was Barnes & Noble, one of the two. Whichever one's not around now. Borders. We'll say it's that one. So retro. Uh, and I was listening to, in the 
they had the headphones so you could just send it to listen oh, to the yeah. CDs. <laughs> and so I would listen to the Baja. I remember listening to like literally a couple tracks of the Baja Men CD uh, in those headphones. Nice headphones, by the way. Um, and so, yeah, did you go to the Pokemon uh, premiere when that first movie came out just so you could get the Mewtwo card? Uh, yeah, the, ho- like the, the, holog- yeah. the weird like ancient symbol one. Yes. Yep. Yep. They gave away free Pokemon cards if you go. Uh, which was pretty smart because yeah. kids were super into the Pokebody. You got a free card that probably cost them two cents, three mm. cents to make, and everybody was going to see a movie which was, you know, eight dollars. You know, so they're making some money off that. So it which sounds idea. great uh, in this economy. It was, eight yeah, dollar movie. It does. Jeez, it, does it does. But I still have uh, my Pokemon card. I still have uh, my Beanie Babies. You know, just yep. sitting collecting yes. value. As do I. As do I. Yeah, they're just appreciating right now. <laughs> uh, so I'm just yeah, I'm just waiting to cash out. You know. They're, you know, they're worth a lot. Uh, my first CD I ever bought was Duddy Rock from Sean Paul. Oh, wow. That was my, that was my first That uh, blows CD. mine out of the water. That's beautiful. Yeah, Duddy Rock, uh, 2002. You should say the first masterpiece you bought. The first masterpiece <laughs> I bought was Duddy Rock, 2002. Uh, then, then I literally think the next CD I might have bought was The Trinity, uh, which was his other album. <laughs> I was on a, a Sean Paul phase for a while. Man. Um, I was just like hitting his radio singles. You were yeah. I you know what, honestly hard. I didn't really his he actually had some much better songs. The Trinity doesn't come up. I'm trying to think when that came out. Um, it, it it had much better songs than were on the uh, you know on the thing. 2005 is when the Trinity came out. So I I didn't listen to a ton of, ton of CDs mm-hmm. <laughs> based on the fact that I bought. <laughs> well, two you don't CDs need anymore. You're you're yeah. set pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah, pretty set because there's a lot of deep tracks on uh, Duddy Rock, but um. Yeah, the Trinity, I remember, yeah. Anyway, that was a big, like, middle school type of time. There's a lot of Sean Paul, you know. For sure. Now it's a little less. But yeah, Where'd he go? Like, um, next time Petey Pablo's uh, at our work, I feel like we should be like, hey, Petey, you and Sean Paul <laughs> need yeah, to stage an amazing comeback. Yes, yes. Well, Petey's much, much closer than, well, I don't know. Maybe Sean Paul's just doing stuff. You know, it's very likely that he could be doing a lot of stuff and he's just not in the same circuit of stuff I'm listening to. Probably. Yeah. Or he's, like, just, like, Flipping burgers, like sitting in a lawn chair somewhere. Yeah, somehow I doubt it. <laughs> but good for him if he is. What's well, so, you know, maybe he's uh, you know, maybe he enjoys it. Maybe he got sick of the music scene, yeah. and all the money, and all the women. Well, like you gave that. him like so much yeah. cash, like buying all his records. Like, yeah. he could retire early in the mid two thousands, the glory yeah. years, if you yeah, will. Yeah, glory <laughs> years of that. He's there. They just cashes out. He's done so. Yeah. Well, that's you know, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, Sean Paul, if you're uh, listening, uh, which I'm pretty sure he, uh, there's no there's no way he's not. At this I point. can tell you that much. Yeah, at this point, it's like <laughs> almost guaranteed he is. Um, we still are looking for people to vote on our if they if people want to go back, if people have the time and the you know and the encouragement, uh, we can give them a little shout out and whatnot. If you people want to find a clip, either send us a uh, audio clip or something you'd like us to add to the show. We always like the I'll Bring the Beers. We've started been adding the Mr. Gorbachev tear down this wall, the Bill Clinton, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Uh, we have all these ones. If people want to send us different sound bites they'd like to hear in the show or maybe like stuff we've said in previous shows that we want to cut out and add to like future shows, uh, email us at chubstep.podcast.com. No, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Yes, um, and then we will get the things there. You just have domains on your uh, brain. Right I got there. domains on the brain. Mike James is a big domain. Uh, you like to buy a lot of domains. Oh, yeah. it, it's great. They're cheap. You just you know 
you yeah. have them. They're yeah. like your little like uh, action figures, but yeah. they're just like little web addresses. Yeah. So what? Tell us about a few of your people can visit them and. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right uh, open up your Safari tabs, yeah, Firefox, what, yep. uh, Opera. Yeah. Jesus. Internet Explorer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Google I, Chrome. Of course, of course. Not Chrome. Not Chrome. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, MichaelThomasJames.com. Okay. Obviously. Uh, that's obvious. That's me. Pretty obvious. Uh, yeah. I wish maybe I'll change it just for this week, just a picture of my face, so you guys okay. get a good idea <laughs> yeah. of who I am. Um, and then uh, lethargicbarrel.com. Okay. Uh, a classic uh, Zanga name, MySpace name. You know. Okay. The old uh, internet name that I went by. So uh, explain that one a little bit. It's really boring. <laughs> oh, it's not not a good no good reason for that. <laughs> I mean, like uh, yeah, that's the problem with all my nicknames. Like at work, you guys gave me a nickname that's just based off an email address. My mm-hmm. whole like old internet name was just based off of a barrel I drew once, and also <laughs> the word lethargic was in an original screen name of mine. Oh, okay. I, I wish, An and aim? also like all of like my injuries, yeah. like I do like goofy stuff, and then like sometimes I'm just like walking down a slope. Yep. Uh, just a slight slope in the ground, and I like <laughs> twist my ankle. Like, yeah. Uh, great uh, aftermath. Like everyone's like, "Ooh, lethargic barrel. Ooh, you got a broken ankle." But no, yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it, it's just a. Uh, Really average life. Yeah. For yeah. an above average man. Oh. Maybe, maybe you guys could vote and decide. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Doubledeckerturkeyburger.com. That's Double another Decker. one. Yeah. Uh, your, your band. From uh, uh, the glory years, the mid 2000s. Mid 2000s. Uh, metal, progressive metal, prog med, you know, all the good, all the good stuff. Yep. Can um, they find that music anywhere? Uh, Doubledeckerturkeyburger.com. Oh, it, is it on the website, or does that oh, bring it to your website? I guess they'll have to go and find out. Everybody go to uh, DoubleDeckerTurkeyBurger.com and find out. All right, continue. So what other ones? You've got... Um, MetalBeerSolid.com. MetalBeerSolid, and uh, that is if you ever um, decide to make a beer, correct? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in my head, it's a booming industry, so I ran ahead and bought the domain. Yeah. Uh, but in actuality, I have n- no idea how to make beer. Yes. Um. But I have a good name. Don't do steal good, it because you don't yeah. have the domain. That's true. I can't. I can't. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, and then so is that are that all of them? Uh, all the good ones that I could remember. Okay. Who knows? So you have a few that you. I have to pull out the old ledger, check out like how many I have. I was gonna say because what happens if like you think of another good idea and then you go to like get that domain and it's taken because you already own it. <laughs> if it ever gets to that point, then I feel like I've just gone too far. Yeah, <laughs> take it. Yeah, take it a little. Yeah. At that point, I need to reevaluate my life choices, <laughs> but only then. So what, what percentage of your income goes to buying domains? Probably like 15%, 20% of your income? Yeah, solid 20%. Um, <laughs> but I, it's an investment. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to get that money back from each individual domain name. It's going to make me millions. What, what I think we should do is start scouting like younger talent, mm-hmm. like either – football players or like actors and actresses so let's get like people that were in uh like hit shorts like jesse storm or things like that and get their names uh and then we get by the domain names of different actresses and actors that are younger so that when they get older and get more famous they want to make a website for them and we have their domain and they have to pay pay us for it or we could just make really good fan pages uh billy bob thornton has the best uh, fan run website of all time. Okay. I don't remember like what extension it is, but if you just type in Billy Bob Thornton, yeah, it is fresh out of the nineties <laughs> in terms of the layout and <laughs> the, uh, icing on the cake is there's probably a link like at the very top that says here, the official greeting. 
Uh, and you click on it, and it's just like a very crackly recording of Billy Bob Thornton being like, welcome to my official website. And uh, I'm sure Jared will uh, lay it over this section of the podcast because it is it's, a it's work good. of art in itself. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll divide that. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? That's, so he doesn't, he hasn't touched it in a long time. Well, I, I think that's his only involvement. Got uh, just it. like pleasing Got these it. two like some, yeah, some, super fans who like run yeah. this website. Yeah, but give it a give it some traffic. Uh, check it out. Check it out. Would you run Would you run the uh, John Ham website if he asked you to? I would run a lot for John Ham. <laughs> take that as you will. I'm not even sure where I was going with that one. But, no, I don't. Uh, I don't. So I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> John Ham, uh, recently uh, single. Yes. Um, Poor guy. Uh, if you're listening, which I hope you are, uh, give us a help. shout. Uh, go to any of those uh, websites I just mentioned, except Billy Bob Thornton, and uh, hit me up. <laughs> you're probably not going to be able to contact you, uh, you know, through the Billy Bob Thornton website very not easily. Yet. Not yet, but we're working on it, guys. That's one of the things we're working on for uh, future episodes. Is trying to get Billy Bob on here. <laughs> if anybody has a contact way to contact Brendan Fraser, we're really trying to get him on the show. Um, I'm just hoping that eventually the fan base grows enough that he's listening to it. And that's like my number. That's like the easiest way to do it. But if somebody has like an inside, like maybe, uh, they're Canadian and, uh, maybe they were like in the Dudley do right fan club and like (laughs) got his personal email or personal, you know, uh, you know, different things. A lot of, a lot of like famous people's email is literally like just their name at gmail or different things like that the more i've had to deal with these people's yeah. emails it is kind of funny how easy it is to contact uh, a famous person just give it a shot guys yeah they have weird extensions sometimes but sometimes they have weird extensions but sometimes it's literally just uh you know yeah. <laughs> we're know, not gonna throw anyone Louis Guzman bus. at you know comcast.net i don't know what his is but i could just assume that it's something like that shout we out to Louis yeah. Guzman. we could get him uh, at the studio on the show as well yeah we he's get a, him on the he's a, yeah. another treasure <laughs> yeah he really is he's really is has um, Luis Guzman? Sorry, to throw no, it no. That's it, has Luis it. Guzman and John Leguizamo ever acted together? I, I, man, <laughs> I know. I, agree, I agree because the names, like, I always they don't look anything alike. No, really. no, no, not even close to alike. But I feel like they're both, uh, they're very. And for some reason, I would, for a little bit, I got John Leguizamo and John Favreau confused because on the on the cover of Chef, uh, John Favreau looks like John Leguizamo, who's in the movie. <laughs> so it's confusing, but like I thought, I was getting the two of them confused, and then sometimes I get Mark Ruffalo kind of—he's not doesn't really look like either of them. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if they've been in a movie together, and if they have, if they haven't, we need to see it. We need to see. It that. sounds great. Yeah. Um, similar, similarly, yes, uh, we could uh, throw some Adam Sandler over that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie Waiting, I believe, two thousand six. Uh, yes, had Ryan Reynolds in it. Uh, yes, it did. And also had a little Dan Cook cameo, and that was like Dane, when Dan yes. Cook was just like getting huge. Yes. And truth be told, I thought Ryan Reynolds was Dan Cook for a little bit. Oh, they definitely looked very similar. I had to sort it out. I feel like I'm not alone on that. I feel no, like you're definitely not alone on that. You're definitely not alone on at that. The time they definitely just like similar. Who's that? But, yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes and it happens. That was Dane Cook was right in the height of. This is kind of a weird thing that happened. Was this like 2006? You said yeah. 2006. The weird thing, there was two, the two biggest comedians, like everybody just ended up hating. And that was <laughs> him. Do you know who the other one was? 
Nah. Carlos Mencia. Oh, yep. Uh, Both of them were massive. Like, every single comedy thing was, like, one of those two. And then, like, all of a sudden, it just, like, flipped. Yeah. And that, like, people, like, just hate Carlos Mencia now. Mm. And I don't know. Like, it just, it went on the exotic stream. Like, he had his own show. Every, like, ton of stand-up things. And Dane Cook, too, like, was had these huge, huge, like, things he would sell out. Like, you know, like, the United Center. But he'd, like, be in the middle of it and just surrounded oh, yeah. by people. And now I feel like you never hear about Dane Cook. No. Uh, it's really weird because, like, I never got into Mencia, so I can't really speak for him. Yeah. But I listened to some Dane Cook, you know, yeah. sometime recently in the last, yeah. you know, year or so. And you know, it's nostalgic, of course, but it's, yeah. you know, still pretty funny, yeah. like, stuff. And I could see why he got so big, but yeah. does not explain why everyone just – he got too big. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> he got too big, too big to fail. And I hope we don't do that with this podcast. So I want you to share with everybody you know except for one person. Leave one person out of – of who you're sharing this with. So maybe you guys know like 40 people, 39, cut it off there. And then we don't want to get too big. So, but please share us with the friends. Uh, you can listen to it, uh, chubstep.libson.com or go on iTunes, subscribe, give us a, we don't have any ratings on iTunes yet, guys. Oh, you had to give us a five-star rating, write a little review, um, and then tell a friend and then email us chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Mike James, for coming on the show. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, oh, I wait. just realized I need to defend Roller Coaster Tycoon really Oh, quick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Talking <laughs> about your roller coaster. Okay, say your Roller Coaster Tycoon part. Yes. It's really fun to watch. Okay, you were uh, watching Roller Coaster Tycoon a couple weeks ago, yes. And, um, and not playing make, it. You were just watching yeah. someone play it. Yes. It's called a Let's Play, Jared. Let's Play. And you guys can watch Let's Play Roller Coaster Tycoon. You know, there's all those big titles. Doing. There's the Bioshock and... The Super Mario and all that, yes. but for the little the little guy, you know, the little roller coaster tycoon in the world, it's yep. interesting to see random internet nerds play some video games. Sometimes, okay. <laughs> sometimes you're you know sweeping up your floor, sometimes yes. you're slacking off at work, yes. uh, and you need something to pass the time. Okay, okay. And come on, everyone likes roller coasters. Everybody does like roller coasters, and it's almost like watching someone go down a fake roller coaster. It's almost like being on your own roller coaster. <laughs> You're right there. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thanks, Mike, for coming on the show, thanks and thank for you guys. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank you guys uh, for listening. And this has been Chubstep. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs>